right, everyone, welcome to Fourth and Long tonight. We're going to kind of, uh, I'm here with my friend Scott and Matt. Uh, Greetings. We're going to kind of go off the rails here, I think, a little bit. Right? Are we always off the rails? Yeah. I think we're going to forecast. There's going to be a crazy train? There's going to be a crazy train. Ah, I see what you did Thank there. Thank you. <laughs> we're going to kind of uh, go over what we forecast 2020 and maybe some mock draft kind of breakdown as a as it trickles in. I don't I, it, I keep talking to Scott about the Senior Bowl because I think the Senior Bowl is a big deal. I don't know why I do, but I do. I like it. No, I, I think what is what's appealing about the Senior Bowl is uh, seeing the most talented people coming out of college playing against one another. And I, I kind of look at it as an audition. Yeah, for for the NFL, and it's different than the combine because the you know the combine is singular, and it's drills and it's one thing at a time. Whereas in the Senior Bowl, uh, you get to see a quarterback move around in the pocket, see how he reacts to the pass rush, and that doesn't get simulated at the combine. No, and that's what somebody so combine is for. You know is judging your athletic abilities. But the Senior Bowl is judging your football smarts. If you have it to play football, you know, do you have that it factor and things like that? It's kind of like the the intangibles. Mm -hmm. You know, the people that want the analytics, they look more at the combine because they like the numbers and the scores and everything else. Whereas, you know, the Senior Bowl... They, you know, you have the eye test mm-hmm. and get to judge or gauge how uh, how well somebody does against good competition. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna agree and move Pretty much. <laughs> I don't watch either one, so I, I, do, I do watch the combine a little bit, but not not to any degree there. And and the Senior Bowl really uh, feels pretty brutal to watch. I, I get why it's there, and I understand both of your all's points on that. I just don't care for it from an entertainment standpoint. It's not inter- I don't. I would I never mean, say that it's entertaining. If I was from a, a coach, from a nerd standpoint, if I'm a coach, I'm it's, watching. It's it. interesting, but like I'm it. not a coach. Um, fuck it. The but, only reason you would watch the Senior Bowl is because that player is your guy. <laughs> like and as a Mizzou you, guy, we haven't had anybody worthwhile in the Senior Bowl in quite some years, time. Two years. <laughs> Lock. Yeah, ah, true that's, true. Yeah. that's true. Or that's even, true. I guess last year, actually. Yeah. 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 Last year. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things, yeah, like you said, you're kind of... But it, you don't really watch it. You just read about it. It's mostly what you do. So hopefully somebody catches the highlights on Sports Center or some yeah, shit. That's right. Where they'll go, oh that one kid, blah blah blah. Well, I didn't look have what to... he did or threw or well, ran or whatever. You don't really have time to watch it because it's like a one o'clock on a Friday and it's not exactly prime time television. <laughs> yeah, two o'clock on a Thursday or something. Yeah. It's not really. And <laughs> if you really want to, the NFL channel probably replays it. Yeah. Oh, I bet that's riveting. Which, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, Matt, what are you doing? Hey, I am watching the rerun of the Pro Bowl, or not the Pro Bowl, but the Senior Bowl on ESPN Ocho. Yep. That's about right. You got it. So you ain't doing shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do you want to go out? <laughs> that's the next question. So I guess the... So you, uh, would you rather clip your toenails? Yeah. Big questions for the Chiefs fan at the table, forecasting 2020. What do you think is their biggest position of need that they need to look at? Running back. Running back. I think we're all in agreement. Back, <laughs> which sure. is strange. Well, here's the, here's here's the weirdest part of this, though. This, this is what I find... I'm going to be captivated to see how this all turns out. Running back is the most important need for the Chiefs, but it probably shouldn't be the first pick. No. Would you guys agree with that? Well, I don't know. We're picking... Uh, if we're picking 31st or 32nd, what's, what's the difference in the second round pick? I don't know. 
Exactly. For for me, the, <laughs> you know, one I, of our best running backs that we had, we picked up in the but third, what else are you third gonna, round. But what else? So, are, what else are you going to pick? Um, I don't know. There's some good depth at running back, or not running back. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't and, get that defense. Off in defense, somewhere in defense. I mean, and, and it, I'm, if there's some guy that slipped to 32nd, 31, wherever we're at, yeah. Uh, and it's like, this guy's a hell of a linebacker. I, I get that guy. I've always believed when you are picking somewhere between 25 and 32, you keep it pretty simple in that who's if what's, who's the best available player on the board at whatever position of need that you have. And running back might be, hypothetically, the one you need the most for, but if that's the case, then so be. But it. yeah, but, but if running back is who they have targeted, and there ends up being a tight end that was projected to be in the top twelve who has slipped, um, one of the and Andy Reid's done this before. I remember when the Eagles drafted Jeremy Macklin. I, I remember after they drafted Jeremy Macklin, they had a pretty prolific passing offense already, and he was like, we had him projected going so much higher. We weren't going to pass on him here. So right. you kind of have the benefit of being back that far that it's like, well, this is really the position we want, but this guy slipped and kind of fell in our lap. We're going to go ahead and, and take a shot at him. But on the flip side, I, I am going to tell you this right now, that running backs are going to be a little – I understand over the past couple of years we've been saying you can just pick up a running back. They're going to be a little scarce this year because a lot of them have returned back to college. Two, two I think right now it was three of the top eight are going back to college. I don't blame them. So, well, they're not going to be much to pick from, so you're going to have to not, need somebody. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a smartass, but I am going to sound like a smartass. I don't care. And, and, There's still going to be plenty to choose from. And, and you're right. There, I mean, nobody is going to pick. The top 30 picks are not going to be running back. No, they're not. If there's not 30 running backs in the draft, then I guess we're in some fucking trouble here. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's going to be, what, 30, 30 running backs grand total? That um, maybe not, not all of them even get drafted, but there's sure. going to be 30 guys that are like, yeah, we've been keeping an eye on this one. Yeah. I'm sorry, I I wait, and because I guarantee you they know more than we do when it comes to this, and especially at the running back spot. There's some guy that they don't think is going to go into the third round, and that might be their best player at running back. Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't picking the guy up into the third round. Yeah, and that's the most needed position that we need. Well, and but, what's and what's okay. What's crazy, you know, and it's weird for me to say this as a Chiefs fan because this is generally not the case, but at the moment, we really don't have a position where the person there now is a hole in the earth. Yeah. I mean, at worst, you have serviceable guys in certain positions. Um so what a nice luxury to have where you, for the most part, you're okay. We're losing people next year. We are going to lose. So, we are going. with that being said, we are not but, going to be that sound and solid. But not at the moment. All the way through. Correct, but not at the moment. Well, we will know by the time the draft comes around which, well, which most... positions are going to be eh, suspect. And honestly, I'm not even sure the running game is going to be that suspect, to be honest. I, I mean, Darwin Thompson, I still am holding out hope that they're just, that he <laughs> just does not understand the system enough Which to, could very to well be. play. Yeah. And by next year, he's got this down pat, and we got ourselves a running back. Not Maybe not an every down running back, but a guy that could really come in there on first, second down and 
be a well, be a pass option as well. And here's the thing: if Damian Williams keeps playing like this in the playoffs, just keep him on the team. I don't know. <laughs> Wait till December and then start giving him the ball. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, that's the thing about him. Yeah, he doesn't show up in the regular season, but hell, we don't really need him in the regular season. We need him in the postseason. I mean. Andy can get it, any team to the postseason, but we need players to show up in the postseason. Yeah. Is is what has been the problem for Andy. So, if that's the case, he'll just keep him on the team. Agreed. I do know another position need will probably be cornerback. Cornerback. And that was the position I was thinking of when I said there's no hole in the earth but serviceable. Yeah. We basically have nothing but serviceable corners. I don't, uh, yeah. You know. So what's more important? What? Running back, cornerback. Well, the problem is is that at cornerback, you have two young guys who you don't really know how they're going to... You think they're going to be good because so far they've played good and obviously have made it this far. The so other I mean, issue with... And, and this is... With cornerbacks, at least for me... There's a big difference between a one that goes in the top ten and one that goes at the end of the first round. I think most corners that have slipped to the point that they're going late first round, you might be able to pick up in the second. There's not much difference. There really are generally not that many true lockdown corners um, any year so in, would you look in at the free draft. agency as opposed to the draft for something like that no no I no. I think th- this is just a personal opinion I think the chiefs really need to focus on using the draft as much as it pains me to say this I think they need to go with the Patriots model of um, you save your money for the guys that have earned it preferably the ones you've identified on your team already to keep them here and keep that continuity and do the best you can to build the team because they're cheaper. You know, you get those guys on those rookie deals. We're talking about one one position. Correct. Yeah. We're not talking about we're going to try to fill 10 spots with free agents. But we we already have that guy at cornerback. We just need another one. Do we? Yeah, Traverius Ward. Well, you, you said there were some question marks as to on Rashad Fenton. And so on would you Watts. be would you be willing what? to some free agent comes out that's like ah, you know what this guy's pretty no. good ball player no and and take a shot at that too no because I want to lock top up no because with that <clears throat> money I want to lock up Juan Thornhill because he's worth it more okay. getting a safety of his caliber. If with Juan Thornhill and Tyron Matthew, it'd be way more way, worth it of locking those two guys up and just rolling with. I mean, Armani Watts is, I think, a sixth round pick or something, if I remember right. Yeah. Or not Armani Watts, Rashad Fitton. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. He, I think he was a fifth round pick. Armani Watts was a third round pick. Uh, I, I mean, so far they've played fine. And I think the year. and I think the one thing you've seen this year is that. They have played truly team defense because if you've got really good safety play, yeah, your corners do not have to be perfect. Yeah, um, and they've had really good safety play. Thornhill was great, and in the last several weeks, I think because we're finally seeing him used in a scheme surrounded by the talent that he needs. Sorensen has done a Fantastic job. Yeah. Um, so if Sorensen and Matthew have been able to help um, out with the corner play, Matthew and Thornhill are going to be way better at it <laughs> the next couple of years than. Um, well, and the reason I bring up free agency <clears throat> is there is somebody very specific that I'm thinking of that's probably going to get cut. Who's that? By oh the Saints. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say somebody else. I was like, you know, I do not want him. I'm, Eli Apple? Oh. No, you don't want him. <laughs> I don't want I him. I know I don't want him. I don't want him. I don't want him either. No? No. no. I'm telling you guys. He's Stop just selling us your he trash. <laughs> he's been trash since he was in college. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Why? Just because he's from Ohio State. Exactly. <laughs> God, I'm hoping so much. Aren't you? Yeah. Just for you, buddy. That would be great, let yeah. me tell you. Yay, boo. <laughs> boo, yay. Well, it'd be a boo-boo. Yeah, okay. No, I don't want Eli Apple. I just, you know, and, and again, I, but, I, I don't want to make a big deal out of the salary cap because I think Veach is going to do a great job of managing it. But oh, because he knows how to run numbers, unlike Dorsey. Unlike Dorsey, who's <laughs> unemployed at the moment. Um, I, I think he's going to do a good job of, of managing the cap. But I, I personally would hope that the Chiefs are going to use the draft as the backbone of retooling and 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 re, reloading each year. Hopefully we're never at a point any near future where we're doing any sort of a rebuild. <laughs> and you're just you I'm not saying don't go get those free agents, but guy better be well, guy better be ridiculous and um and still I think willing to come in with a contract that would not put the Chiefs in a bind because the one thing that I do not like the New England Patriots whatsoever, but the one thing that pisses me off more than anything about them was that they always seem to find guys in the draft throughout it that they could get into that starting lineup and contribute. I mean, you look at their running backs. You know, none of those guys were you know, very heralded or high picks, but God dang it, they all fit their system and they're cheap. And, you know, when they went out and got a free agent, okay, they went out and got a free agent, but, you know, it's so much cheaper when you can get them through the draft and have those initial years of control and then just kind of fill in the gaps with free agents when you, when you need them. Yeah. The only other Eli Apple doesn't fit that for me. Sorry. It does for me. It's because you want to get rid of them. Yes. I'm tired of your trash, all right? Um, the other position we need is linebacker. Anything. I was thinking that, too. Um, and if Chris Jones leaves, a uh, defensive lineman. Because we won't have Terrell Suggs or Chris Jones in. So we will need to kind of refill there, retool a little bit. I think we do have some younger guys that are going to be fine. But we'll need we'll need to at least replace. You like are, Scott said, depth, add depth. Add, I would... I would definitely like to get another guy that can put pressure on the quarterback because it's you're not going to get the the 49ers front four. That's going to be really difficult, obviously, in one year, obviously in particular to turn around and do. But Frank Clark becomes that much more dangerous if there's another guy on the line of scrimmage that is a legitimate threat. Um, yeah, that to, has to be to double teamed. Get in, you know, free somebody up for some uh, to be not double teamed. Um, so, um, you know, I, I honestly, I think what the, the chiefs ought to have the pretty easy formula as they go through the draft, take the best available player at position and needs that you have. Well, if what, what we've been hearing is true, holds up true, that best player available is going to be a wide receiver. <laughs> well, um, yeah, right now, but here's, um, and do you guys hate that idea? No, because <laughs> I'm not I excited. I'm not know? excited, but um, Watkins may not be on the team next year. Right. Robinson may not be yeah. on the team next year. Yeah. So, yes, you have Hardman, you have Hill, but as we've seen this year, it doesn't hurt to have another talented wide receiver to go with that. Um, but I think for them to take a wide receiver, I would want something where – Particularly at that first round pick, if this guy was projected to go way early, like one of those dudes from Bama, somehow that's gonna happen. Somehow falls. You got to think about it. It's going to happen. Yeah, you may not like if, it. If you want to go through the history of the draft for the it, past whatever, it, let's just call it four years. It has happened every freaking sure, year. Sure, that a wide receiver that everybody's sitting around going. Well, this is first round talent. Goes in the second or third round, fourth round, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I would be prepared to look at wide receiver. I would <laughs> by the time the Chiefs 
come around to pick. I wouldn't like it. I'm not hoping for it. But if a guy that's got top 12 grade falls into your lap that Because right now the only, the only players that I have I, that we have been seeing that have fell and fell hard have been wide receivers. Yeah. So it's going to make it's going to make a very tempting situation for the Chiefs to be sitting there going, man, we need a linebacker, or we need a corner, or we need a running back, whatever it is. But this guy, we had him as the third best wide receiver coming out of the or coming out of college, and here he is. It's going to be tough to that'd be tough to turn that down. Agreed, agreed. And you know, we like I said before. There's really not a position on there where, like, we're not talking about a, a Super Bowl contending football team that's got a left tackle that sucks so bad that Mahomes. Like, if, if Cameron Irving was your left tackle right now, we're drafting. A- we're drafting a. We're drafting a left tackle. I don't care. I don't care if Calvin Johnson is back yeah. in the draft and he falls into your lap at thirty-one or thirty-two. We're getting a left we're, tackle. We're taking a left tackle. Touche. So got to protect. Got to protect him. You know. Yeah. So and we really don't. We really don't have a position where I'm looking at, and because even the linebacker position, when you mention that, what a difference a year makes. Where are we going to have Hitchens? Hitchens will be back. He will right. be back. Yeah. yeah right. okay. And the other guys that sometimes looked so bad last year seem to fit this scheme that Spags is running. That yeah. they look fine. I, now I'm not. None of them are going to be confused for Ray Lewis anytime soon. But I hope not. Luke yeah, but if we're going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> a good point. Be a bad week. It would be a bad week. Uh, but I, you know, so um, that changed a lot for me in how I would have projected this because if you if we've been doing this podcast last year at this time. It'd be like, um... Where do you want to start? Where, yeah. yeah. Where, where, we need... So we need every defense... Let's see, how many need, people play on defense? How many, we need uh, one everything. I think we need 17 with a four-man rotation of front. Yeah. You know, what a difference yeah. a year makes with that because I it would have been that bad. I mean, it really would have been. Well, the defense almost... Turned over like that, though. I mean, if you really think about it, yeah, some of the starters um, last year aren't here this year. A lot of them. Three, Hitchens, four, Jones, Raglan, Jones, Ward. Uh, that's about it. Fuller. <laughs> Fuller, Fuller, but he didn't start a lot. No, but even Fuller has looked a lot better this year than he did last year. The front, the front four. Are completely different with Clark and then Saunders. I guess Naughty was here last year, but it was his first year. But he looks so like a completely different player. Oh yeah, you know, I, I and that's somebody that was a rotational person too. Yeah, he, he wasn't. Yeah, he's still in is. on every down. And, yeah, and you know, every every good team has this, but those guys that you know, we're sitting here and we're talking about who we're going to take in the first round, Mike Purnell. Like, yeah, like you know, Purnell. there's those guys that end up being really solid contributors contributors on your team who you didn't draft at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I Ogbo before he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, yeah. uh, it, it it it's it's an exciting it's an exciting time to already be kind of forecasting that because we really don't have those dreaded. Like, oh boy, where do we start? Um, and again, we laughed about it, but in a very short amount of time, Veach has corrected a lot of our issues with the salary cap. And, you know, we all saw this when Dorsey was here. The thing, the one thing that Dorsey was really good at was identifying talent and knowing when to take them and getting guys of high value um in weird places, Juan Thornhill may have been the defensive steal of the draft last year. Uh, seriously, and then Mike Purnell was a has been a solid contributor, especially down the stretch. So, um, and then you mentioned Amani Watts and Fenton both being 
young guys that uh, that yeah. weren't taken real high. So um, it's I feel good about the front office that they'll make. They'll make, I think, good decisions. Here's, on here's the biggest thing about the Chiefs, and you know they were talking about this the other day. Look at who, who are the most important players on this team: Tyrone Matthew, Frank Clark, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek. What? The most important players, and then Patrick Mahomes, right? That. The like, most important players that Pat, Patrick Mahomes and then anybody else you want to name. <laughs> well, you got to include some defensive players. Pat can't play defense. He, he you're sure? No, because <laughs> no, I know he can't because last year we lost because of the defense. <laughs> so yeah, no, he can't. We need defensive players. No, you would. You need to clarify what you're asking because. The most important person on this team is Pat Mahomes, period, not in the conversation. He, yeah. But he is the only player that is not under contract right now. Long term. Right. All the rest of them are under contract for at least another couple of years. We just signed Tyron Matthew. We just signed Frank Clark. Travis Kelsey got locked up, I think, last year. And I think that of all of those signings, um, I think Kelsey was, is, was the most important to get inked up because... He'll be on the wrong side of thirty when that deal's mm-hmm. over, and but we did it at a good time. We did it at the absolute perfect time to sign him because we're not going to have that worry that because he's he's the mismatch that makes everything else go, and 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 because when you have the I'm going to say it, best tight end in football on your team, everybody every other receiver you have immediately got better. And it's, while I like Tyreek Hill, we drafted another version of Tyreek Hill last year in Hardman. Mm-hmm. You went right out and found one. You're Again, not, somebody else that slipped. Yeah, yeah. From where they were you're, originally. You're not going to find tight ends of Kelsey's talent that often. Yeah, the 49ers have Kettle and they did not. Have, they did not take him very high. Fifth round. Right. I was going to ask. But he is the exception. He is not the rule. Typically in the NFL, you've got the one, two, three good tight ends. Man, after that, they're almost always the same dude. Any of us that have played fantasy football know that if you don't have one of those Gronk, Kettle, Kelsey kind of guys, flip a coin who you're starting every week. Mm-hmm. What's the matchup? Who's the quarterback? You know, you're looking at all this other stuff. There's only those few guys, and we're fortunate enough that we have one. And he's going to be under contract for a while. And if when that contract's up, he wants to stay, that's fine. But we're not going to pay you like we've been paying you because you're on the wrong side of 30 at that point. But when they signed him, for how long they signed him, I think does a whole lot, at least on the offensive side of the ball, for sure, um, because you got him. But my point is, is, we signed all these guys. We have them for a couple years, except Mahomes, but that's going to get taken oh, care of. Oh, that'll change. That, I'm not worried about that. He's going to be here for a very long time. 50 years. <laughs> yeah, a 50-year contract. Yep. <laughs> Which I think if we win a Super Bowl, it's worth it. I don't care. million Yep 50 years But Sold The first year of signing all these guys up We're going to a Super Bowl Well it's the perfect time now We're doing it early in the contracts Yep We're not doing it later in the contracts now So now You know three years from now Hopefully I mean you never know if you're going to get back It's the NFL But We're doing it at the right time Where you can project That Okay they're going to have all these same guys again. Nothing's going to change. You know, you still have your core set of guys that are all the same. And that goes back to where we started talking about with the draft. You have those core guys here. There's no need to go spend a boatload of money on free agents anywhere. Yeah. You know, barring some sort of catastrophic injury to anyone, there is no need to go out and do that. I think you... Uh, 
you develop what you have, you and then you look toward the draft and you fill in the gaps with um, with players that um, have time to learn to get better at it because you have those core guys here. I mean, look at K Pass. That's another another example where he's finally getting a chance to whether it's scheme or the players around him. He was a completely different player this year. Lost his first year. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> and, I, and there were probably a lot of reasons for that. I'm not going to blame mm. all of that on Sutton. He did not play big time college football. He went to Villanova. Now nah, you totally blame it on Sutton. I still Fuck blame it on Sutton. Sutton. Yeah. He's no longer here, Sutton. and we're in the Super Bowl. And yeah. I'm so glad so he's not it. here. Yeah, he's well, still the Lindbergh baby for and, crying out loud. And, and, and I know, and I know that it's off topic a little bit. But when we're talking about the front office, what really gives me gave me a lot of hope going into this season was the stones that Clark Hunt and Brett Veach had to completely flip the script on the defense. Because nothing is more frustrating to me with the sports franchises I own where you have like this glaring need on a team but you don't seem to address it or do it, anything you know it's like the, the 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 royals your your bullpen is awful but you keep adding utility outfielders and catchers no your bullpen sucks you need relievers and they don't do it or they bring in the same relievers with a different name that are the same pitchers that are going to perform the same way. It's frustrating. It was get your rod and reel out. Yeah, <laughs> reeling back in. It was. It was. No, it was very. <laughs> it was very refreshing when you saw a defense just get shredded week after week after week. Go okay. We're not going to try to tinker with this. We're going to start over. You're all done. You know, <laughs> thank you for your service. You're out. And along to bring it back to where we were, you not only changed that, but you traded for Frank Clark and you resigned Frank Clark. Yeah. You didn't just trade Frank Clark on his existing contract. We had him one year. That's all we would have had him was this year. And then we're like, oh, shit. You know, because he's played so well the last couple of weeks that you're like, this is going to be really expensive to bring him back after one year. No, you traded for him and you inked him. You got Tyrone Matthew for three years. And he's not young, so you're kind of getting him at his peak too. So we can evaluate three years in three years and decide what you want to do. And hope that within three years, Thornhill is playing so well that if you don't want Matthew anymore. You don't need him. You can go get somebody younger and Thornhill's yeah. back there anchoring it. So they really have done a good job, I think, getting us into the position where they are, where we're looking at what we need to do to fill in the gaps. Well, from a free agency standpoint, I was also thinking if we need a running back, Kareem Hunt going to be available again? <laughs> Kareem Hunt wishes he was available. <laughs> I still haven't watched the video. And I don't even know if um, I want to. I have mixed feelings about the video because on one hand, I think it's hilarious. But on the other hand, I can't help but feel sad. Well, what happened? Explain what happened. So, yeah. he gets pulled over by the Cleveland Police Department. And over the course of this stop, he's talking to the cops. And he is whining to the police officers about how his soul hurts because he should be playing in the Super Bowl this week with the Chiefs. And then it's almost like he knew that this was going to go viral because at one point he's like, I mean, I love Cleveland and all. So it's like, <laughs> he knows he's that. He's backtracked a little bit. You know, <laughs> he's backtracking on a, on a police dash cam. <laughs> you know? And, you know, Scott and I joked about this because when Hosmer went and signed with the Padres, he spent all this time talking about the Royals at his press conference. It's like, if I was a Padre fan, I'd have been a little pissed. And, you know, now you're a Cleveland fan. And let's face it, that franchise is a train wreck. 
And this last season just proves it because there were people swinging on the Browns left and right this time last year. I mean, you guys remember the Chiefs are one game away from the Super Bowl and there were people who make a lot of money talking about sports going, oh, the Browns are going to the Super Bowl next year. (laughs) That's all we heard all summer long. I fell forward hook, line, and sinker too. And with fantasy football. And then (laughs) this thing with Kareem Hunt where, number one, I think he's still a chief if he would have told the truth in what happened because he really put the Chiefs in a bad predicament when he lied. And then when that videotape comes out, they really were in in a bad spot. But at the same time, while, man, it would have been interesting he was here, the fact that this is now like his second law enforcement related incident since he's been in Cleveland the last thing we would need is for him getting pulled over the Tuesday before the Super Bowl and having some sort he obviously wouldn't be crying that he wasn't a chief but we don't need that no this team does not need that so um no because I've talked to both of you about this could you imagine if Kareem Hunt had like some kind of a 1,300-yard season with a dozen touchdowns, and now we're looking at him being suspended for the Super Bowl. Which, in the this Tuesday offense, before the Super Bowl? He very well may have had if he would have been the starter with this yeah. offense this past year. There'd be a lot of people shitting their pants right now. Yeah, yeah, the line in Vegas is now suddenly flipping from whatever it was to what it is. Yeah. Well, it's one and a half. Well, but it, who knows, it, it, who knows it what who knows yeah, what it would have been if Kareem yeah. Hunt had been the starter? Five, five yeah. or so, you and know. now it's going all the way down to one. Now, drop, now it drops to one. Yep. So it one in it's, it's one of those things where well, Mike dropped to like three I, or something. On one level, for that I, kind of a on one level, I, I think piece. that what occurred with him was hilarious. Agreed. And, and at the other level, it's just pathetic Agreed. because you're, you 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 kind of realize, fuck, I really am in Cleveland. And the team that drafted me and I had all this early success yeah. with is in the Super Bowl. I would have been playing with Patrick Mahomes. Now I'm stuck with Baker Mayfield <laughs> with the Odell Beckham Circus. And so, um, yeah, that was, uh, you know, it's like comedy by nef- definition is either something you laugh or cry at. That is a true comedic moment because depending on where you are on it, you could laugh or cry. Cream Hunt's clearly crying. Yeah. You want to make any early mock draft predictions? I think, and I'm, this is not going to be much of a of a prediction per se. I think it'll either be a edge rusher or a running back. I think I think they will take the highest rated of the two that are there. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with the fact is I'm just not optimistic that Chris Jones is going to return. Yeah. Um, I would love Chris Jones to return. I would love it. I just don't see a scenario where that's likely. Um, so I'm going to hedge my bet a little bit. It'll either be an edge rusher or a running back. It just depends on which one of the two yeah. is higher rated at the time. He's probably pretty glad he came back this year. Chris Jones. Yep. <laughs> He'll get his payday next year, so that's all he's banking on. Yeah, and yeah. as much as he may like being here, he's going to get paid too much money. Yeah. They, they, they can't we're, do we're it. We're going to have to draft him. Yeah, Dra- we're going to have to draft somebody like him. The only problem is, man, the first round is full of. You know, it's funny. Me and you talked about the draft and kind of had our own little spiel's on mockups and stuff, and we thought a lot of quarterbacks would go. You know, right. But, Starting to kind of dial back a little bit. So, at least in the first round. It'll be an ebb and flow with that for a little while. And yeah. what? And then we still, I think we mentioned this, we may have mentioned this in the last podcast, or maybe we were just talking about it, but that combine's going to come along. Oh, and somebody yeah. is going to oh, yeah. wow everybody oh, with yeah. what they do in the combine. And that quarterback, running back, whoever, yeah. there's yeah. always, you know, the, the big one I look at is Don Terry Poe. You know, I, I never heard of that guy, and he didn't hardly appear. I don't remember reading him in any mock drafts. And then the combine comes, and it's like, oh my god! Because I remember they had they showed like the same two plays over and over again. You know, when they drafted him, right? Mm-hmm. But it was combine. Combine is what 
um, you know, he showcased and, and led to him going when they took him. So, you know, that'll be interesting too, is how the mock draft is going to change when that happens. Because there's always going to be somebody whose stock comes soaring. And there's going to be people whose stock falls. And it could change everything. Particularly where the Chiefs are picking late in the first round. By far. You want to make any predictions on the second round? I got shit. Wide receiver? <laughs> Wide receiver. <laughs> Me and him have been saying for... Well... Really, we start. What was it? Last week we started looking at, you know, well, you already said it. We started looking at like who got picked in the later rounds. My God, wide receivers were just everywhere, all over second and third rounds. Yeah, whoever you want to name a guy, I'll tell you he was in the second round. That's about how close it is to being that widespread as far as uh, the named wide receivers that, that we have in the league right now. Yeah. It's it's insane. And the it really one is crazy. We make fun of the most is Kenny Galladay. Uh yeah, he's like third round. Oh that guy's a stud. He he's probably the best of all of them. Yeah. To oh, be honest. He's, yeah, he's a he's an every down wide receiver. So, that guy's amazing. So it's kind of funny because I was looking at this and there's only a couple wide receivers here in the first round. Now, they all go to Alabama. <laughs> And then Lamb from yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only Oklahoma. two. It's C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy. Yeah. In the first round. and Which I do kind of think they're probably worth it. But the thing is, yeah, the second round, I could see that being The fact that Judy looks like Julio Jones in yeah. every conceivable way certainly helps. Yeah. I mean, he, he's like his clone. And Lamb has been somewhat... Regarded as Calvin Johnson, yep. just based upon yep. size and stuff. Yep. So you're talking about trying to compare those to two great, great. Yeah, you'd be doing pretty well for yourself to so. land either one of them. They're not falling to us, I don't think. Probably not. <laughs> 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 but your team, the Saints, getting a quarterback. That's, you, the, you, that's what they're thinking, aren't they? So for the twenty twenty for this twenty twenty <clears throat> prospect, do you think it's needed? Yeah. Okay. So Probably. you guys need. Well, considering they didn't get the guy they thought they were going to get uh, as his understudy, did you hear that? No. The Saints were going to take Patrick Mahomes, oh, but yeah, the Chiefs yeah. traded up and got him. So do you guys need one though? Yeah. Yes. Okay. How high He's, do you think they take him? As high as you can. Jordan Love. I'm good with that. I'm I'm good with uh, because I, I don't care what the situation happens. Drew Brees decides not to come back. We still need a quarterback. Drew Brees comes back. We still need a quarterback. Going to need a quarterback, yeah. Regardless, yeah. so you might as well just get one now if you think this is your guy. What so does your gut tell so, you about Brees? You think he's going to come back? I think he's got one more year. So Taysom Hill, no, I. That man, that dude, no. <laughs> no, no, no. He is what? not going to be... He you know. is your guys' go-to guy when it is third and five. <laughs> Much ado about nothing. Or... No. Come on now. I'm going to try to work you into this idea of Taysom Hill being your guys' starter. What are we going to do with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bridgewater. He's going to be the next Jason Hill. He only won five games. <laughs> Is he a free agent, though? I think we got him another year. I think but they have him one they year. Okay. I think so. If I was Teddy, I'd be trying to find a way out. Because, I would, too. Because but... his stock's as high as it's going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No he, question about it. He would get a big payday. Because, in all seriousness, I'm not taking anything away from Drew Brees, but... Bridgewater was the MVP of the Saints. Oh, absolutely. He doesn't. No he does not do what he did. They they do not have the. Yeah, they're final, nine and seven. Yeah, eight it, I and mean eight. he, and yeah. he didn't do anything spectacular. I get it, but man, he they won games with him as the starting quarterback, and that's really all you want out of your backup. Yep. You know he's not there to wow you with statistics. Yep. You know it's like Matt Moore here. What do you go two and one? Yeah. I'm calling that a win. Sure. You know, that's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, because so. we were winning some ugly games. Well. With the, Bridgewater. 
I'll beat the what the the the, the Cowboys at ten to nine or ten. To nine or <laughs> That's an ugly some bitch. But guess what? A win is a win. Yeah. And it don't no, it's, yeah, it was it's not it was not it was college football, awesome. so it was not style points there. We got the win. You take so, yeah, you got to every time. <laughs> but my thing is, is that me and you really thought quarterbacks are just going to be flying off the shelves. Just everybody in yeah, man, it is crazy. It still could too. It still could happen. It still could happen because now Oakland's starting to dial back. They want somebody else. Just. But the Chargers, now the Chargers are going to have to Just take somebody. think about how different the NFL is. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Do you, how different the NFL is going to look next that year. Breeze, Brady. I mean, it, you know. Because Rivers. Rivers. Wow. Per, perhaps. I mean, they yeah, but in the next year. In the, but in the next but, two years. Yeah. You know, but next year. Breeze, well, Breeze maybe comes back for what you know is the farewell tour. Rivers is out though. Rivers is is not going to be. In C- he's not going to be in San Diego, right. and that guy's been there sixteen years. And rumor has it he moved to Miami. Yep, Eli's gone. Eli's gone. And then yeah, is that's right it, another one. So is and then is Brady going to pull a Johnny Unitas and go play for the Chargers for two year? years yeah. before? He, <laughs> You know, it, I mean, the NFL is Here, going to look... Here's why I don't think Brady is going to make the jump to the Chargers, though. It means you got to play the Chiefs twice. I want him to come to the Chargers just for that very reason. <laughs> I but want, he's I, not going to do it because I want him knows. to sign. Well, yeah, I, I want him to, to sign yeah. a two-year deal and get thumped four times <laughs> on his way out the door... Because we all know what the Chargers look like by the end of each year. There's a bunch of guys playing receiver you've never heard of before. Their offensive line is crap, you know. And if if I was Brady, I'd be going to the NFC. Yeah, right now. As it but where do, where, where do you go in the NFC? Yeah. Why? Just because then you don't have to face Mahomes. Mahomes. I mean, you could stay in the AFC, but just don't go to the AFC West. Because if you got to play Mahomes twice a year, I mean, come on, you're just setting yourself up there. Because and okay, Jackson. Mm-hmm. and Jackson, and Jackson, and Watson. and Watson, you're playing some of the biggest, you know, star, you know, some of the biggest quarterbacks right now. NFC's got a bunch of old guys, except for Jimmy G. So where does he go? If he doesn't go to the Chargers, well, where do you think realistically he could go? That's the problem. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, Chicago. <laughs> Tell you if they were, we laugh, but we laugh. Chicago might want that. If if it wasn't so soon, I, I think you may have a point. But I don't know if the Bears front office is ready to wave the white flag and Tampa? admit admit we made a mistake. He could go. To the he could go to the Buccaneers. I could see that. But then, ooh, little little Brady Breeze on the way out the door. If it. If it was that, that, that could be if Brady went. If Brady went to Tampa, Breeze is coming back. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. You know, but we, we you know when you look around, um, where sure, he could you. go. I know there's there's a reason why the Chargers keep coming up, but a there's, just, an, there's an opening. <clears throat> the talk is, and I don't know if this is accurate or not, but that he wants to go to the West Coast. But when you look around at where he can go, he's the 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 what I keep reading is he wants his payday because he feels like he'd be given a hometown discount to the he Patriots. Ain't a payday, but he ain't going to give one. And then, as much as I would love to see him suck and get his ass kicked the last two years, if he was smart, he would just retire. Yeah, but he's not. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You're not going to do anything more statistically to wow anyone with your stats. You've got six Super Bowl rings. You still were a, you won the division your last year. Giants. You know, oh, now that would be hilarious. Except they have a young quarterback that That, I'm sure they're looking at. That guy, that guy's not worth it. 
<laughs> but Daniel he, Jones is not the answer but they, for the Giants. But they took well, him. you're two. You're ready to bench. You're <laughs> but one. Took, you're ready to bench. But they took him. <laughs> I am ready to they bench took him. him too high to turn around and bring in an old guy. That's a terrible division, though. How about the Colts? You're still in the AFC, though. Yeah, but Washington Redskins. They, took they make stupid decisions. Yeah, he, it's dumb enough I can see him do it. But the, but all we read was the owner wants Dwayne Haskins. I know starting quarterback. He wants Dwayne, um, who sucks. He's horrible. Yeah, awful. He, he is horrible. horrible. He on so many levels, and that and I think that's the problem right now with you know a lot of these teams is they they're kind of stuck with their quarterback. I mean, isn't not... it nice to not be that team for a change? <laughs> well, we are. We're stuck with Mahomes. We are. Yeah, what but horrible, that's a... <laughs> what a horrible, <laughs> horrible, what a horrible problem to have. <laughs> what a terrible problem. God, if that guy could just leave. <laughs> no, we're stuck because yeah, we're gonna pay him a lot of money though. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I would rather. I I think that's the problem though. Is the AFC. You got a lot of young quarterbacks who are up and coming. Sure, that you're there going to be some stiff competitions, even in Buffalo with Josh Allen. It wasn't like Brady was pounding the hell out of them, you know. Mm. I mean, they barely won their first game against them, and they—I don't know how they won the second one. I, I'm kind of surprised by that, but you got a lot of stiff competition. NFC, you don't have that competition. No, there's a pretty significant drop off after the first three the first, teams. first couple. It, yeah. it it drops off pretty hard. I mean, even when you look at playoff teams in the NFC, um, there's the drop off once you get past the Russell Wilsons, Aaron Rodgers of the world, Drew Brees, Drew Brees. It's it's downhill. And it's I'm nothing. not and I'm not just saying that because Scott's here, but. I, I think Breeze has got enough in the tank for one more year. And I think there's also that team is still gonna be competitive. I, I think if the I think if the Saints were awful, I, I think that might factor into a decision for him to to leave. But that Saints team is still gonna be pretty good next year. So we'll see. Carolina. <laughs> God I'm gonna just keep throwing out teams until you guys agree on one. <laughs> I want Brady to go to the Chargers. I don't want him to go to the XFL. <laughs> it's still a possibility. So a possibility if Vince McMahon wants to make a splash, two hundred million dollars to Tom Brady to yeah to go bankrupt after teams. eight games. Yeah, they got the capital, so they could pay him. Whatever. <laughs> they just don't pay anybody else, so that's the problem. Yeah. All right, that's our, uh, I guess our 2020 forecast. 2020 forecast. So, all right, tune in next week. Thanks, folks.